Today, Joe Biden finally addresses the Israel-Hamas conflict, and we look at the number of people on the terror watch list who have already crossed into our country. Don't worry, there's no reason to panic. Okay, there might be, but we'll get into all of that and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today, Israel's military, the IDF, continues to go through the wreckage, devastation, and bullet-ridden, sometimes decapitated bodies after the brutal coordinated attack from Hamas over the weekend. Here's some of the coverage out of Israel depicting the horrific scenes the IDF has been dealing with, and as you could imagine, viewer discretion is advised. Watch. David, it's hard to even explain exactly just the mass casualties that happened right here. In fact, the Israeli military says they still don't have a clear number, but I'm talking to some of the soldiers and they say what they've witnessed as they've been walking through these different houses, these different communities, uh, babies, their heads cut off. That's what they said. Gunned down, families completely gunned down in their beds. You can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other. Many of them reserves uh, who jumped into action, leaving their own families behind as well, not knowing the sheer horror that they were about to come to. They say they've never experienced anything like this. This is nothing that anyone could have even imagined when you're walking through here. And as Israel sends rockets into Gaza in retaliation for the attacks, Hamas has warned that it will execute a hostage on live television for each Palestinian killed by an Israeli airstrike. To put an end to this, from this moment on, we announce that any targeting of innocent civilians without warning will be met, regretfully to say, by executing one of the hostages in our custody. And we will be forced to broadcast this execution. Here to discuss this and more, we have Matt Peterson, editor-in-chief of Blaze Media, along with Logan Hall, Blaze Media digital strategist. Um, really tough couple of days watching all of this footage living in this world. Um, I know that there are a lot of uh, much more graphic uh, videos that have surfaced from this. Um, you have people who have said, I had to watch my grandmother being executed on a Facebook video because these killers came in, uh, killed her. That was bad enough. But they also took her personal phone and they uploaded the video to her personal Facebook. And that was how we all found out that my grandmother was killed. So just, I mean, brutal, horrific events taking place. Um, I want to play, this was just, you know, we, as of the time of this taping, we tape obviously a little bit earlier than this airs. And I want to play, Joe Biden had just got done uh, giving a press conference. He did not take any questions. He spoke for about 10 minutes, turned his back without taking any questions from the media and left. And I want to play uh, Joe Biden talking about, you know, he says that we support Israel and he wants Israel to be able to defend themselves. Here is that clip. Watch. The United States has Israel's back. We will make sure the Jewish and democratic state of Israel can defend itself today, tomorrow, as we always have. It's as simple as that. These atrocities have been sickening. 
we're with Israel. Let's make no mistake. Inspiring. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I, I think like many other Americans, uh, feel sick to my stomach when I watch this because I don't think this is uh, an unserious situation. I think it's a very serious situation. Uh, and when you have idiots, morons, or people who uh, are senile in charge, uh, they can make mistakes. And the Biden administration has made nothing but mistakes when it comes to foreign policy. It's a long string of disastrous mistakes. And uh, that starts at the top. And so he can sit there and squint all he wants. Um, it's not clear to the American people. It's not clear to me. It's not clear to many people even who are in, you know, position to know a lot of people who know a lot of things, what is going on. Mm -hmm. uh, there are multiple factions within, um, you know, the, the American government that have different views on what should happen. Many of them are bloodthirsty, uh, you know, and so it just, when I watch him, I just get sick to my stomach. Yeah. Logan, I want to I wanna get your thoughts here. Let me play one other clip of Joe Biden today uh, confirming that there are American citizens being held hostage by Hamas. Watch. Maybe. We now know that American citizens are among those being held by Hamas. I've directed my team to share intelligence and deploy additional experts from across the United States government to consult with and advise Israeli counterparts on hostage recovery, recovery efforts. Because as president, I have no higher priority than the safety of Americans being held hostage around the world. Yeah, uh, if you are a foreign country and you, you see that, mm -hmm. uh, you're probably, chances are you're probably going to feel a little bit more emboldened mm -hmm. than if you had someone up there that was strong talking mm -hmm. and uh, issuing warnings to foreign nations. Um, I think we could all use some mean tweets right now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's funny, they kept saying like Trump was this leader who was just going to get us into World War III and he was acting irresponsible right. and sucking up to all these foreign dictators. And it turns out that peace through strength was a better option than uh, just putting some weak old man up there and mm -hmm. issuing hardly, I mean, hardly any anything of substance up there. Um, again, it was a tragedy. This weekend was uh, definitely sad. It was horrifying to watch all those videos. But this is what happens. Like, stolen elections have consequences. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, to your point, Logan, you know, it's not just this. It's also what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. And for all the talk that they said about, as you pointed out, Donald Trump is completely, uh, you know, unstable. And he was going to, yeah. he, I can't believe this crazy person has the codes to all the nuclear weapons. And he's going to get us into World War III. Well, Seems to me like they were just waiting for a weak leader so that they could take advantage of that. You know, to Logan's point, that's exactly how it's playing out, not just here in Israel, but across the entire world. Yeah, what people need to realize is that there is no such thing as a foreign policy expert. You can go get a degree in foreign policy at Georgetown and you can listen to professors. But the problem is we have an expert class that has no idea how human nature works and is completely naive. And now is dangerous. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's dangerous to the vital interests of the United States of America that we've created an expert class in foreign policy who is now running things along with a senile old man at the top of the deal. And it's, it's not a joke anymore. I mean, you have to understand, the Obama administration was, they wanted to find an alternative Israel in the Middle East. It's a very complicated situation. I don't think we should be so keen to take sides in any conflict mm -hmm. throughout the world, no matter what. Uh, but in this case, 
Obama wanted to find an, uh, really another Israel, in my opinion. He went to Iran. Uh, we have, you know, they weren't totally pro-Iran, but they were trying to coax Iran along the way to, to maybe kind of become a client state, etc. I mean, the, 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 the naive part of this is there's no understanding in any of our expert class about what religion, how religion, what role it plays in this region for thousands of years. These are people who are technocrats. They have no idea about basics of, you know, that Western wisdom about political philosophy and human nature at all. I mean, they shouldn't be in charge in many cases of, of much of anything except maybe, you know, a consulting unit uh, in one of these big firms. And these are people now who, oh, they really are, they are making decisions in real time, which is why the foreign policy of the Obama administration has been a disaster and why I am sitting here now sick to my stomach thinking, are we going to do the basic things we need to do right here to avoid this becoming a larger conflict for no reason at all? Are we going to get Americans out? Mm. Right? We have people at the Blaze who have their, their husband and a crew is there now. Are we going to get Americans out? Are we going to do all the basic things that you should do as a political leader? I don't know. Well, I mean, if you go by history and see how he handled Afghanistan, yeah. I think you have your answer there. It's right? probably a no. Mm -hmm. And the American military is kind of in a dire state right now. They're facing a historic recruitment level. Yeah. Uh, lows. They, lows. They can't get anybody to join up. They're doing, uh, they have, a, I read something the other day that they have more admirals in the Navy right now than we had during World War II. So this goes to Matt's point. We have a foreign policy class who, has never actually seen combat or served yeah. in any real significant way, and they're the ones calling the shots. And this, uh, this is, again, this should be, Biden is just a figurehead. This is a, the third term of what Obama's foreign yeah. policy looks like, oh, yeah. and it is essentially the world on fire. And um, this allows the left to, uh, and the neoliberals as well, I mean, a, a lot of the neocons, it's kind of a left and right alliance there, but this allows them to spill more American blood and treasure trying to be the world's police mm -hmm. and the world's bank. And we are ru running very short. I mean, we're running on fumes essentially as a country. Yeah. I how much longer we can do this. I thing. completely agree. Um, so I want to play this, to me, very wild moment at the UN uh, Human Rights Council where the Pakistan ambassador uh, addressed now, addressed the situation, but the language that they use when addressing this situation is fascinating. If we could get that video um, pulled up here, here is that, watch. On behalf of the OIC member states, we express our deep concerns over the loss of innocent lives in the occupied Palestinian territory and elsewhere. Regrettably, this whole huge loss of lives and unabated violence is a sad reminder of more than seven decades of illegal foreign occupation, aggression, and disrespect for the international law, including UNSC resolutions. The 16 years of illegal blockade of Gaza continues to raise question over the applicability of international law and fundamental freedoms to the innocent civilian population. Efforts to normalize and perpetuate illegal foreign occupation is breeding violence. We call on all parties to exercise restraint and honor the human rights obligations. In this context, the so-called declaration of war and attacks on civilian population and their properties is deeply distressing. We remain concerned about the human cost of the escalating situation. Okay, well, that didn't show uh, the part that I wanted, but um, he actually says that they are mourning the violence in the occupied Palestinian territory and elsewhere. So 
so I guess Israel is just an elsewhere. Uh, sounds a whole lot like Ilan Omar's, you know, some people did some things because, you know, you look at the, if you want to go back decades and decades, decades, okay, but let's look at what just happened over the weekend. Um, you had terrorists infiltrate their borders in a coordinated attack, and they didn't go take up their grievances with the Israeli government. They went through the streets and brutally murdered babies. They decapitated babies. So I don't, like, it's very strange to me that some people are having a hard time deciding who the bad guys are here, because Israel was just literally minding their own business in the middle of a religious holiday, in some cases, they were at, you know, they were at music festivals. They were all off their phones. They were spending time with their families. They were literally, at the moment, minding their own business. And you have these terrorists come in, beheading again, beheading babies, filming it, putting it on social media for everyone to watch, laughing about it. it, it I'm sorry. I, it's very clear to me who the bad guys are. Um, and I don't understand why there's confusion, specifically in the U.N., but also let me throw a couple more out there. Ilan Omar, of course, I just mentioned her. Well, she tweeted out, uh, the Israeli defense minister has called Palestinians human animals and promised to cut off all electricity, all food and all fuel to the civilians in Gaza. This is collective punishment, a war crime, and the U.S. should oppose any violations of international law if we truly support a rules-based international order. She also, I believe, was one of the squad members who called for a ceasefire and peace conveniently after her people, Hamas, uh, went in and murdered a bunch of Israelis. Like, well, that's very convenient that now you want to call a ceasefire so that it, Israel can't defend itself. I, I find that timing to be very convenient. Yeah, as a general rule, uh, leftists will usually side with the enemies of civilization. I mean, that's no real shocker there. Uh, I think we as a country should hope that uh, clearer heads prevail. I mean, I don't think we should take this stance on war that we've seen like with in Ukraine, where it's just always like, it's like the Avengers versus the Nazis, right? right? Like right. war is a lot, there are gray areas and it is a lot more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously what, Hamas did there was ugly and Israel has every right to defend itself. But this is where like neocons uh, are really frothing at the mouth right now mm -hmm. where they're saying there's no moral equivalence here. Like there are good, good guys. It's good versus evil. Right. And that may be fine. But I wish that they would for once at least speak about our opponents in America, they never speak about the left this way. And they never say there's no moral equivalence between the right and the left. We are good. They are evil. They always play footsie and they say like, okay, well, maybe we disagree on things, but we don't disagree on what's good for America. No, there is no moral equivalence between what the Republicans and Democrats want and what the right and the left wants. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wish they would speak about uh, our domestic affairs uh, as forcefully as they do about a lot of our foreign affairs. Yeah, I want to, to your point, I want to play one. One more one clip here of Colorado State Rep uh, Tim Hernandez, who we made a little bit famous today because uh, Tim was asked at a pro-Palestinian rally if he would condemn Hamas slaughtering innocent women and children. And here was good old Tim's response. Watch. And I think it's despicable what they're protesting for and what you are protesting for. And the fact that you can't condemn women and children and elderly people being murdered in the streets. What about it? What about Do you it? condemn it? I already said. Why can't you say yes? Because I already gave you my answer. You didn't give an answer, and every I think anybody who would watch this would understand what your actual three position is. Three people that are going to watch your video, Russell. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, it turns out that there were a lot more than three people who saw that video, so <laughs> unfortunately for Tim. I mean, literally, Tim. women and children yeah. being murdered in the streets. Yeah. What about it? Well, look, I mean, this has been going on a long time. And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, let's get a couple things out on the table. One is what happened here was so savage. I mean, it was an act of savagery. It was just butchering people in the worst possible way. It's worse than what you would dream up in a horror movie. Yeah. Um, and it's been building for a long time. The fact, though, is that, you know, that it is complicated by many factors. These are people who have been basically put in a cage because other Arab nations will not take them mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And they use the Palestinians as human shields, mm -hmm. right, against Israel. They don't care about these people's lives. They've been in that situation for decades. So from the time that they're young, they regard Jews as subhuman animals, right? And that is how they acted. They paraglided in and they did unspeakable, terrible things. Uh, and it's good that people realize this is still the way of the world. This is still, this savagery is still there. So that has happened. Now, this has happened before, in the past, over and over again. Israel has every right to respond, right? They will respond. But, of course, uh, what has happened before and what would happen again is when they respond, they're going to respond most likely with overwhelming force. Mm -hmm. They're going to go in then after they bomb the hell out of the place, which they're doing right now. Uh, and then they're going to go uh, you know, door to door, most likely. And you're talking about protracted weeks of re, you know, reshuffling the world stage. And when they do that, the entire world is gonna change its tune and say, well, wait a minute, uh, you know, this, is, this was a, a disproportionate response. Mm -hmm. And how many people are you gonna murder? And well, you'll, see, you know, you'll see little babies die there too because war is an ugly thing. Yes. And, and the Arab nations are gonna say, maybe even soon, right? They're gonna say, no, we now all declare, yes. you know, uh, God forbid, yeah. like war on Israel. So when you, when you look at this situation, it's A, no, the left, they totally agree with this savagery. They don't care. Mm -hmm. They've been for Hamas for, for decades. Like they, I mean, and, and these people who are just your regular libs right now who are acting shock, what are you talking about? Larry Summers, president <laughs> of Harvard? You don't realize that these people support Hamas? They've supported Hamas yeah. for decades. Yeah. They support blood in your own streets. They support BLM burning stuff down. I mean, if, if Hamas just got on the hang gliders and they came in and they started butchering people in Harvard Square, along with BLM and Antifa burning it down, how much, how, what percentage of the campus would join in and think it was a good thing? Mm. I'm not sure anymore at this point, right? And what percentage of the campus would say, you know what? decolonize me, you know, kill me now. I mean, that's how insane the left is. But that does not mean, on the other hand, that we should be salivating over a World War III and not trying to de-escalate the situation because what we see on the right with yeah. some of these clowns yep. is terrifying. Yeah. They're, 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 so this is, this is why I'm sick to my stomach. This is a messy situation and we do not have good leadership on any side. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so, okay, I wanna, I wanna kinda get back into that after the break, um, but first we wanna thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. Um, so Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And the thing about Patriot Mobile, well, I should say the thing about all of the big mobile companies, if you're still with one of those, there's like the top three big mobile carriers, they're all taking a portion of your money that you're paying them every every month in your bill and they're turning around and funding it funding left leftist events like the lgbt parade pride fest that i had to go to and took like 20 showers after i got home um they're funding planned parenthood they're funding gun control organizations they're doing that with your 
money, there's a better way. You got to try Patriot Mobile. They have the same nationwide coverage that you're going to get with all three of the major networks. They all share the same towers. So you're going to get the same coverage that you've been accustomed to while knowing that a portion of your money is not going to these disgusting things. Instead, a portion of your money is going to go to support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and more. And uh, might I just add as well, Patriot Mobile has been really instrumental in um, uh, there are some Supreme Court decisions that they fought for. They also flipped a lot of school boards uh, to red, which has been tremendous. So they are putting their money where their mouths are. Um, so I suggest you go to their website, go keep your number, get a new one, keep your phone, get a new one, do whatever you'd like over at patriotmobile.com slash news. You can also get free activation when you use the offer code news. It is patriotmobile.com slash news. So um, I want to get into kind of the the amount of perhaps terrorist watch list people who have infiltrated our borders. But before we do that, I, I kind of want to get more into what what you said, Matt, which is we have these people on the right who seem to just be very, very thirsty for war. Um, you have one, at least one Republican uh, candidate, Nikki Haley, who I saw, I don't think we have the clip, but I saw this morning that she had come out and actually said, um, this was not just an attack on Israel. This was an attack on America. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we need to be involved. And she said, you know, she told uh, Netanyahu to finish them. And, you know, you have Lindsey Graham, who you know, is unsurprising his position on it, you know. But it's just, it's fascinating to hear these people. Um, it feels a whole lot like they just want us in world conflicts forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, yes. But, but. Why the people on our side? So they can get rich off of the war machine? Is that it? Well, I mean, so first off, what are they saying? I mean, they seem to want us to get involved in a conflict where, let's be clear to the audience, I mean, there's no one here who doesn't think Israel shouldn't respond. Of course Israel's going to respond. They should have responded. They should have responded a long time ago. Right. Uh, the world has held them back, in yeah. my opinion, yes, from I agree. an untenable situation where it is complicated. It's not, you know, but over time, they can't live together. And Israel's hands have been tied for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of, we're not, we're not saying that they, they shouldn't respond. The problem is, if you want the United States of America to get involved in this, we already are involved in this. We've given billions yeah. of dollars to Israel over the years. They have all the weapons they need. They are perfectly capable. They're not even asking for help. They know that they can accomplish this. We do not need to make things worse with the rest of the region. We're going to support them in some response, but, you know, we don't, they don't need our help, in mm. other words. They're not sitting there begging. They have right. all they need. So why, then, do you have, this is your question, Nikki Haley and others saying, oh, yes, yeah. you know, this is just the same as uh, America is Israel. You know, I mean, that's basically what she said. America, America is not Israel. Right. It's a separate nation with a, a, a different people and they are perfectly capable of taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Why are you yelling, finish them, which does sound like, you know, I mean, maybe you're impassioned in the moment, but you're running for president. We're America of is America. Israel. <laughs> you can support Israel and yeah. denounce the savage butchery yep. of Hamas without saying this is an attack on us and therefore we have to fight too. Same with Crenshaw. I mean, I patch McCain on this. <laughs> Went off about, he, he started, it doesn't even make any sense in his tweet. He's like, this will be the war to end all wars. 
and, and basically seem to be gleeful about getting into a conflict with Iran. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. Why, why are you doing this? I don't think it's just money, although certainly some of them are backed by, uh, you know, a, a kind of military industrial yeah. complex that just likes, likes war. Um, I, I think it's also based on an old view of the world that doesn't make sense anymore just looking at the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think this moment particularly feels like to a lot of those who were on the Buchananite side of the Republican Party back in the day, this feels like kind of the playbook that they rolled out for going to the Middle East for mm-hmm. 20 years mm-hmm. and staying there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Neocon Nikki, I mean, she's never really found a war that she wasn't in support of. Lindsey Graham, my general rule with that is you should have children of your own before you're allowed to mm-hmm. advocate for sending other people's children abroad. Dan Crenshaw, I think, should probably just like... I th- his district is basically Ukraine or Israel or one of these other foreign nations. Mm-hmm. But this is, again, goes back to the problem. It would be fine if they were making these talking points while also speaking that forcefully about the problems that plague America and sticking up for their people and their voters, like Israel sticks up for their people. But the problem, they just don't. Yeah. They don't. And so this is where you see a lot of the frustration. They, they say there's no moral there's no moral equivalence between Hamas and Israel. And that, while that's probably true, okay, why aren't you saying that about the right and the left in America? There is no moral equivalence between us and them. And there's, there's none of this outrage for all of the... I mean, how many of those terrorists do we have on our soil, on our shores, on all... On, how, many, how many terrorist cells are there in America today? It doesn't seem like they're very interested in finding that out. And so this is where, again, it's like... This is the America last caucus mm-hmm. rearing its ugly head. Mm-hmm. Matt? I mean, we got, we got Pence saying, and just we have to go, Pence saying that this was caused by, he said, this is what happens when we have leading voices like Trump, Ramaswamy, and DeSantis signaling retreat from America's role as leader of the free world. You're saying like, Mike Pence, we're such a leader of the free world that we provided the weapons on both sides that these two right. are fighting with. Right, right. I mean, we're just watching what we paid for on either side. That's how, what a hegemon we are. The problem is we're not a very good one right now. We're not a very good steward of the world. And why you would say that Donald Trump is signaling retreat from the world stage, is, is, it's, or, or the other two for that matter, is, is crazy time. So they sound bitter. They sound out of touch. And it's very genuinely disturbing to me the way in which they seem to want to put America into conflict time and time again, even when we uh, think a conflict is just. Like, why? Why? This is irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And these people are running for president of the United States of America. Every single one, in my mind, every single one of these comments disqualifies all of these people from public office. I agree. I totally agree. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and we're going to take a quick break and then let's talk about, Logan, you you just mentioned it. Let's talk about uh, perhaps how many of these terrorists we already have on our own soil. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Pure Health. So if you are suffering from, I don't know, low energy, brain fog, maybe you've got some unexplained extra flap that you're like, I'm, I keep working out and I'm eating healthy and I can't get rid of it. What you may not know is the problem could actually be your liver because your liver is the foundation for good health. It performs like over 500 key functions like filtering toxins, breaking down nutrients, keeping your cholesterol in check, helping you out whenever you drink too much tequila. 
Not that I would know anything about that personally, um, but over time, your liver can start to wear down and you can get energy crashes, belly fat, trouble with memory and concentration. That is why you need Liver Health Formula. It contains 11 powerful herbs and nutrients clinically proven to recharge and revitalize your liver. And it also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a, it's a silent epidemic that they say it affects like 100 million Americans. So Liver Health Formula, I find this to be very important. It's manufactured right here in the United States, not in China. Okay, right now you can try liver health formula and receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce sugar cravings when you order over at getliverhelp.com slash news. Claim that free bonus gift while you can. That is getliverhelp.com slash news. All right, I want to pull up these tweets from Bill Malusian of uh, Fox News, who said, Border Patrol arrests of suspects on the FBI's terror watch list at the southern border. So these are arrests. He lists, of course, from 2017 through 2023, and they get higher and higher and higher and higher until you get to uh, fiscal year 2022 was 98, fiscal year 2023, 151 so far. He says there have also been over 1.5 million known gotaways since the start of 2021. He adds enough to fill 16 Rose Bowls. Um, and then he also tweeted new internal CBP Customs and Border Protection data provided and confirmed by CBP sources reveals thousands of, quote, special interest aliens from mostly Middle Eastern countries have been apprehended by Border Patrol while crossing into the United States illegally over the last two years. And then he just lists out all of these. I mean, Syria, 538, Yemen, 139, Iran, 659, Iraq, 123, Afghanistan, 6,386, Uzbekistan, you got 30. 13-something thousand, Turkey, 30,000. Um, I mean, <laughs> these are not small numbers. Um, and so you have to imagine, I mean, I said this yesterday on the show when we're talking about uh, protecting our border and just how many terrorists have already crossed through. You would have to imagine if you're Hamas or Hezbollah or any any of these many terrorist organizations that they ju- like they want to wipe us off the face of the planet. Let's Let's be frank here. And you're going to go through the trouble of coordinating this attack on Israel with the paragliders and the bombs and the, you know, pushing uh, explosives on the border wall and all of these things. You don't think that they're going to buy a plane ticket into Mexico and walk right across the damn border where it's just open? I mean, you've got to be out of your mind if you don't think that that has already happened. Of course, Border Patrol can give us numbers of the people who they've caught. They can't tell us how many terrorists they haven't caught and have just allowed into the interior of the country. We're not going to find that out until we see all of the aftermath of that, I hate to say. Yeah, I mean, what's the total we're at with the Biden administration? Is it oh, gosh. 10 million? I yeah, mean, it's, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, they won't tell. I mean, they'll never tell I, you. I, I lost track right. at some point. I mean, what I think is astounding is um, the, the general malaise and lack of uh, debate or talk about this. And I just keep thinking, you know, there's 200-some co- countries in the world and the only border that I see people unwilling on the right and left to send the United States military to is our own. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, something is happening to us mm-hmm. that has happened to many great nations in the past over and over again. Uh, and that is that we're just being invaded by just letting millions of people in. Of course, many of them are dangerous. Um, all that has to change is, is uh, you know, what you see now. I mean, something in the Middle East like this. The thing is, you can't predict when that's going to happen, right. but if you invite millions of people uh, unvetted to come into your nation, 
you will destroy your country. Mm-hmm. And so I just, all these people right now who, oh, well, I don't know. Oh, maybe you're actually kind of right. I'm getting a little worried. I'm getting a little more worried. They're not going to act until it's too late. And when whatever the trigger is, you're going to see increasing violence in America because you have invited the world and the world is here. And we are now trying to be an empire in some way. Uh, and we're we're on shaky ground. The legs the legs are spindly. It's it's not a good scene. Yeah. And so so all this talk. Like, the problem is all we do is like we're the mortar's a sieve. You know this is a real problem, and nothing's ever done. And and now like we're gonna have to pay the fiddler. There is no way you solve this problem in any you know in any with any quick fix. You have tens. Uh, you have ten million plus people. You know at minimum. Uh, who are just milling about, and it's only going to get worse. So, yeah, we're in for it. We're in for a, a lot of a, a lot more hard times than we can even possibly imagine right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Americans were propagandized for about 50 years, being told that diversity was our greatest strength and our melting pot was what made us beautiful. No, what happened was they got told all, fed all of these lies, and now you look present day. You have Hamas rallies occurring in every major, almost every major American city yep. when this conflict broke out. Mm-hmm. So diverse, no, diversity is not our strength. Uh, Americanism is. But we're at the point where, what, we now have 30, 40 illegal immigrants uh, in America. It's basically just an economic zone at this point. It's not really a nation until they are gone. Um, but this is sort of like, yeah, how many how many terrorists have gotten in? We have no idea. Our leaders don't even care. How many of them are voting? Nobody knows. We have no idea. So this is this is the issue. It goes back to what is a country? It is a people. It is a culture. Mm-hmm. It's not like this giant melting pot where we have to say, OK, we're going to let everyone from everywhere come in and take advantage of us. You import the third world and pretty soon you are going to become the third world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanna add into this as well, uh, apparently, this is, pull, pull, pull that headline back up. Yeah, Daily Mail, exclusive. Republicans blast DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas in new report criticizing coldly calculated border policies as they eye potential impeachment. How much longer am I going to hear about them eyeing potential impeachment? I'm like, he, this has been their policy for the last two and a half years, and y'all are still talking about eyeing impeachment. Oh, no. Are you going to send a letter to the manager? Is it going to be strongly worded? Like, I'm so sick of hearing these weaklings just like, oh, my, well, we're looking at it. Okay. Has what he's done, Matt, you mentioned, what, 10 million? Has what he's already done not been enough? Yeah, it's... um. It's, it's a scandal. So it's a scandal. Uh, and the Republican Party, um, you know, has messed around. And we're going to see if they find out in 2024, because I think for a variety of factors, uh, the Republican Party is, is not standing on, on uh, solid ground. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news is that you can change out leadership much faster than people uh, imagine in Washington, D.C., yeah. uh, because there is no popular support for the kind of le- leadership that we've had. So no one's crying right now, you know, in rooms across America uh, for the fate of, of Kevin McCarthy. Uh, no, no one cares. So Kevin who? The, so, you know, so, so it's not as if people know and they just want to see it burn down because of that. Um, so there is an opportunity for, um, you know, fast growth among, in the leadership class of the Republican Party, I do believe, because it's so bad. 
But, you know, what you're watching in real time is the destruction of a country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, you can yell in Congress, but uh, the, real, the real power is with the administrative state. And they seem to control the presidency and they seem to uh, control Congress. Their, Congress is their creature. Yeah. It's been this way for a long time. It's just they're, they're, they're much worse with their policies now. So I don't know what it will take, but I do think that I do have some confidence that the American people is not happy about it. Mm. And that, uh, you know, sometimes they're, they're sudden, they're slow, 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 and then it suddenly starts to change. And I can see, I can see the potential for that mm-hmm. because if it doesn't happen, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Uh, the Republican Party will die. Yeah, I totally agree. Last word. Yeah, nobody. I mean, nobody supports this, right? I mean, our leaders have stopped making the case that this will improve our lives altogether. They've just settled on we are yeah. going to let all of these yeah. people yeah. in, no matter what. So this is the ultimate betrayal of the American people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tangible. I remember I was down at the border a few months ago in El Paso. I was talking to one of the sheriffs. The community is of just a few thousand people is just completely overwhelmed. Yes. They have people coming through their backyards yes. every day. So number one, corporations like there's no there's no uh, investment there because they know it's just completely overrun mm-hmm. and they're going to be taken advantage of and that they can't keep anybody safe. Mm-hmm. And number two is he, he made a really interesting point to me. He said, we actually never abolished slavery. We just chose to import a new slave class. And I, yes. I, the more yes. I see of this, I kind yes. of tend to agree Absolutely. with him. I tend to agree with him because this is like, what else is this for? I don't get it. Uh, but it is, it's a sad time and you really need, um, I saw, last thing I say, I'll say, I saw Texas, uh, they're working on a law, uh, I think it's going through the Senate right now, to make it a state uh, crime to cross into the border illegally from a foreign nation. So hopefully, I know some people are upset with what Texas, uh, there maybe their shortcomings on handling this crisis has been so far, but hopefully they're starting to wake up to the reality that either you push back on this yeah. and stop this or you are going to soon become controlled by all the cartels. Yeah, yeah, amen. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take another quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor this segment, The Wellness Company. So um, got something, I don't know, it could be potentially life-saving to share with you. How much do you trust uh, our healthcare system right now? I Need I say more? Uh, you shouldn't. If you do, you shouldn't. Over 40% of Americans say they they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. That's scary, okay? That's where the wellness company's medical emergency kit comes in. Our friend of the program, Dr. Peter McCullough, actually started the wellness company to build a parallel healthcare system and bring about real change in medicine. Now, part of that change is helping you to take care, take control of your health and supporting you through whatever the next thing is that gets thrown our way, whether that be natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, um, you know, I don't know, lab-made viruses that get released upon the world, wink, wink, maybe. (laughs) I don't know, not that we have any experience in that, but you can rest easy knowing that you have antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help keep you and your family safe. The kit also includes a comprehensive guidebook so you'll know exactly when and how to use it. So stay a step ahead and take back control of your health. Go to twc.health/y. Grab that medical emergency kit today. That is twc.health/y. Use code Y for 10% off at checkout. Well, guys, we lost one. We lost one. We lost one today. 
Yes, former Representative Will Hurd from Texas yeah. has dropped out of the Republican presidential primary. He is the second Republican to do so. The second one we lost. Mm, we lost him too, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, who dropped out in late August. Look, I'm trying to hold it together. Um, I cried a lot before we started the show because I was so upset that Will huh? Hurd. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot his name for a second. Uh, has, in fact, dropped out of the race. And he said, let, yeah, pull up that tweet again. He said, when I first entered the Republican presidential primary field in June, I knew I was a dark horse candidate <laughs> with a path to victory that would contain many obstacles. But as I traveled across the country, I met so many Americans who believed in my campaign's message uh, of unity and common sense. And he blah, 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 blah. And then he went on to um, endorse uh endorse another candidate, actually. We've actually mentioned this candidate previously on the program. It is Nikki Haley. So all zero of his votes can go directly into Nikki Haley. Poor Congrats. one for my homies. <laughs> it was good. It was, it, was a fun, it was a good run while it lasted, Will heard. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites yes. the dust. You have to wonder how soon all of the other, well, not all of the others, but a good chunk of the others will follow. I mean, if they're not going to qualify to make the debates, how much longer do they have I'm still here? hoping for the, I'm still hoping for the Asa fever yeah. to, <laughs> yes. to rise up. Um, He's going to make a comeback. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's I mean, it's it's coming soon. This is really Gotta a three-man three man race right now. It's Vivek, DeSantis, Trump. Which is why I'm so annoyed that, like, Doug Burgum is still in the debates. It's all about when that sweet donor money runs out. And, uh, you know, Burgum's, uh, he's given some money right from his own bank account. Yeah. So you can keep yeah. this up as long as the money's there. Um, but I think uh, Iowa is going to be instructive. Mm -hmm. And we'll see who chugs along and mm -hmm. makes it to Iowa. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like, let's fast forward, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're following it and you're a nerd like we are, right. let's just fast forward to the part where these people aren't involved. Um, but, um, you know, I think we can all pour one out for we are Will Hurd and... Uh, <laughs> who was the other guy again? Uh, Miami Mayor Francis oh, yeah. Suarez. Yeah, yeah, you I know. know. I know who he is, yeah. You know, so good old Suarez. He's basically a Democrat, but he, yeah. He is. Like a moderate Democrat. You yeah, know. no, he, he um, I think during Pride Month, he was wearing like a Pride sash. Yeah. He's very proud to celebrate yeah, Pride Month. That's kind of, who you want. He's a lib on all that stuff. I mean, the one thing, good thing that he did do was say, hey, tech guys, you could move here. <laughs> and I will say, I was in Miami recently. I didn't see any homeless people. It was kind of weird. Yeah, well, I mean. Felt I, a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I think DeSantis did kind of ba base the hell out of that, uh, out of that entire state. By the way, yeah, true. I am, I know we got to take a break here, but we will be, I will be doing an interview with uh, Governor Ron DeSantis tomorrow. So you can find that here on this program. We, the offer is available to all candidates so far. We, and we keep trying to get Vivek on too, and we haven't been able to make the timing work. So we'll keep trying for all of the other ones. Well, not all the other ones. We'll keep trying for for the ones you want to hear from. Will Heard, Friday. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> coming. News and Why It Matters exclusive. <laughs> Gotta take a break. We'll be back. Uh, in case you're wondering the state of public schools in this country, here's how that's going. Yeah. 
This is a, um, a sexually explicit BDSM themed dance at a pep rally. That is nothing that adults want to see, let alone children. Those of you who are listening on audio, um, he is wearing a cat mask and just led his partner away with a dog collar. Except I don't think it's a dog. I think it was a Batman-looking thing. So that's at Oak Grove High School in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, as they always do, they did also involve a, a drag queen. Why are they always like this? Why? Why are they? Why is this your entire identity? Why? I, Why? I'm, Why? Someone asks me, like, tell me about you. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm. I enjoy spending time with my kids and my husband. I like football. These people are like, I like BDSM. <laughs> Why? It defines me. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, can we just, we need to get this out of the schools. I don't know. I mean, I look at it and like, we need to get this out of all our over. country. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Anyway, Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.